Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. I just wanted to get a disclaimer that this episode may contain conspiracy theories about weed pills. Spoiler! Could be mature. Please do not listen if you do not want to have any spoilers. I am reviewing different shows, movies, TV shows, so if you do not want to hear any spoilers, please exit now. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast. I'm ready and excited to get going. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and Keep on tuning in, because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today, and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned, because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now.
today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults or for those who get permission. Okie dokie, artichoke, it's time for an ad break class sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, artichokie. Ah, break it's now. I told you I'd give you a part two. So, the part two. It's Kid Nation. Kid Nation, 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 Nation. I'm obsessively watching it. It is so bizarre. When CBS Kids The Issue came out in 2007, it caused a lot of controversy. The reality TV show revolved around a group of children, children attempting to make a functional society in the town, which includes setting up a government system with minimal adult supervision. The show operated on a similar principle like Lord of the Flies, showing how children behave when put in positions of power. Although the show was cancelled, some participants managed to stand out. You might be wondering where the Kid Nation cast is today. We have got you covered in that regard. Okay, we're back. Anji Andraha. I'm calling AJ. AJ joined the show as a 12-year-old from Portland, Texas. Since Kid Nation, he became an Eagle Scout in 2013 and graduated from Honors College at the University of Hudson with a degree in computer science in 2015. Currently, I'm just calling him AJ because I can't pronounce his name at all. I know that. And Anjay? Anjay. Anjay. That's his name. Anjay. Seems to be in Seattle, Washington, working on the intelligent edge at Microsoft as per his Twitter profile. Before his job at Microsoft, he's worked at 3D Technology in Houston as a software engineer. You can check out a post from January 2020 where Andre reflect on the flaws that Kidnation had been retweeting a strong worded disclaimer. I just discovered that there was a show called Kid Nation, 
where they took 40 literal children out in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico and made them figure out how to survive on their own. They only had one season because there were numerous lawsuits. I hate capitalism. Joshua. Andrea. Andre. I didn't know that. I didn't know what's happening anymore. Apart from his job at Microsoft, Andre has remained a competitor for the Houston Public Media Spelling Bee for many years. You can check out a post below with com commentary. Alec, Alexander Alec Boyd. Alec came to on the show. No, Alec came on to the show as a nine-year-old from Nevada. He represented Nevada in the National Geographic Bee and is the three-time champion since Kid Nation. Alec has gone to become an international Laguinas Olympiad medalist. Earning gold medals in 2012 and 2013, he was a student at Stanford University. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Dupre, Dupre, Dupre. Taylor joined Kidnations at 10 year old from Georgia. She's always been into modeling and has won beauty pageants like Miss Georgia Sweetheart 2005. Taylor also been on Disney's. Show your stuff, according to her public profile. She's a Georgia Southern University alumni. Taylor also studied occupational therapy, MSOT, um, at the University of San August for Health Science. She graduated as part of the class of 2020. As her per her Facebook profile, you can check out a graduation image she posted. Michael Todd. Of course, this brings us to Michael himself, who appeared on the show when he was 14. He is originally from Sultan, Washington, and won the Junior Varsity Golden Boot at Sultan High School. He has described himself as technically technical technology. Writer, fan of books, music, games, and soccer on his Twitter bio. Michael's profile also stated that he is currently in. <sighs> I'm not bored of this. I'm literally just getting some energy. Washington. Mike, while Michael's current occupation or family status remains unknown. We will forever be remembered as the cast members who allow fans to take a peek behind the curtain when it comes to Kidnation. You can check out the entire Reddit Q&A thread posted by Todd here. So we'll have to check that out next. James Robertson. No, Jazz, Jasmine. Jasmine Robertson. Jasmine Robertson from Georgia was an 11-year-old participant on Kid Nation. Since then, she has gone on to have quite a successful career in acting. Notably, ja Jane Jasmine started venting into the entertainment industry 
at the age of four. She expected me in QT Jazz of the group QT Posse. Her Facebook profile states she currently lives in McDowell, Georgia. She has two brothers. Listic G. Phoenix Tossel and Ronald Lynn Jackson. Ronald Dickinson and Ashley Tesley. Tesley. are listed as cousins. Glormer. Gloris Grooms, Dickie is put down as a family member. QT Jazz has appeared in movies far from Atlanta, far from the altar, and shows like Survive Rumors and Greenleaf. You might be interested to know that she's also a family friend to Kenny Grooms or Real Housewives of Atlanta. Dylan or DK. So I don't know Collison. DK came to the show as a 14-year-old from Chicago, Illinois. Since then, he has appeared in notable shows like Chicago PD and Chicago Fire. He is part of the Goodman Theater Group and has appeared in works like Monster at the notable Stepwolf Theater Company. His Twitter lists him as professional catfish but also writes, produces, and directs a web series, and is invented for the list below. A series for a web series I wrote, produced, directed alongside Abby Crawley. In light, the recent controversy pandemic, DK has made a fun TikTok video that he's posted on Instagram instructing others to wash their hands, check it out. It is clear that the participants of Kin Nations have moved on with their lives and are progressing personally and professionally. However, the celebrity status that comes from being attached to the reality show still follows the members. Okay, now let's see if we can find the other article. It's a Q&A. Uh, could I be Reddit MT Theater. Okay, let's try the Q&A corner. Uh, okay. This is, um, the article I found, so I'm putting the article right here. I was on the child reality TV show, Ken Nation, when I was 14. Ask me about it. My name is Michael. I have PM... D mods for verification. I posted this yesterday at Cringe, thinking I'd get some laughs, uh, nostalgia regarding an awkward phase of my life. It ends up essentially becoming an I am a. And I was encouraged to post a real thread here by a mod. So here's the list with gist of the <laughs> the gist of it. Six years ago, I was on a reality television show that should be cringe-worthy enough, but I was also 14. The show was Kid Nation, so I had the dureous honor of having an awkward phase captured 
for all purpose and broadcast on CBS. So now, if you Google my name, you are greeted with a thumb of videos like this or this or this or this. These videos are cringeworthy in their own right. Now imagine being subject and having your 5'3", 80 pound, 14 year old frame captured on 12, 13 hours of digital preserved video. I'm leaving in about 15 minutes for a couple hours, but when I get back home, I'll answer any questions as I ask. I'll Spotify keep in check and answer stuff. Ask me about the production. Okay, I have been waiting for this AMA for years. Seriously, that show was my jam. I always experienced the entire city to devour into a Lord of Flies situation with Taylor's head on a spike. No one liked Taylor because she was so rude. And I don't know if she's really that rude in person or if that was the way she played it for the cameras. Because some people do play rude just for the cameras. Or people ask them to, or she really was just that rude, or she was just a kid who had issues. They positioned the show to seem like you guys had no idea where you were going when you were loading onto the bus. Was that true? I would have expected more people to freak out if they got unexpectedly dropped in the middle of the desert. Was there any risk of going hungry for the kids. I noticed that the providing of meals was up to the kids on the show, so was there any point where adults stepped in to help to be sure no one went hungry? Were there any hookups you can remember? Not necessarily involving you, but in general. I remember 12 and 15 as kind of an active age for me. That's what the person says. See, I was an active age until like six. But that's beside the point. Oh no, I clicked the wrong thing. Go back. No. Oh. Okay, and the person answers yes, that's true. And we went and we weren't allowed to talk at first either. I was it was very strange and overall kind of it bites. Never a risk of going hungry. We had our shirt stuff together and good amount of prepared food to eat even though most of it was not that great like jerky that being said I bummed off with the camera crew I love those guys yeah they were hookups but I'm not going to deliver into that territory beyond saying it did happen also thanks for enjoying the show Okay, another person. As I saw your post and proceeded to watch the entire show last night, I honestly have some questions regarding specific events on the show. But seeing as it was so long ago, I understand you can't really answer them effectively. Question one. At the beginning of the show, you were portrayed as the level-headed, fuzzy-haired child who had promised to be the best possible leader of the group. After you won your gold star, your camera time was limited to shorts, bursts of yelling when the other kids got rowdy, and snide comments. This lasted up until you were elected on the council. 
Did you just stop trying as hard after you got the star or were you just given bad pain response? How did, question two, how did you feel about Blaine and Greg both being elected to the council? Is this something you were worried about when the team swaps happened at the new election started? Or was it just kind of an, oh, that's just happens moment? Question three, do you really like Lear, Laura's choice of main, main training is strict distance was in the best interest of the community. Question four. Do you think Greg actually improved after being elected to council as one of the oldest kids? It really seemed like Greg fell out of place with everyone other than Blake. He did have much respect for anyone, but after being elected to council, he seemed to have a bit of responsibility injected into him. Morgan's father even remarked how he how he had worse conversations with adults than with Greg. Had worse conversations with adults than with Greg. Was this actually a change of heart or did he just play it up for the cameras and his parents? What are the thoughts on your inability to win one of the final gold stars due to you being on the council. Personally, I feel like you could have been a competitive contender due to one of due to the one on that girl. It wasn't Morgan nor Sophia. Seems kind of a stretch in my eyes. Also, thank you for the AMA. I find it interesting that we're able to get an AMA from one of the more level-headed children on the show, even though you thought it was cringe. I felt you portrayed yourself much better than any of the other kids on the show. You definitely weren't a Greg or a Taylor. <laughs> See, Greg just reminds me of my older brother, so I'm like, yeah, you're annoying, but yeah, you're like an older sibling that annoys people, because that's what you are. Okay, and now we go to here. Okay, in squares, I did work less. Not numerously less, only slightly less. As for this night comment, as Sophia and I grew closer and hung out, we were just amplified each other's sarcasm and general bitterness. We ended up mocking the show a lot and just having more fun in general. Blaine and Gray both reached the council was pretty shocked. Blaine was actually a great guy, no problem with him. It was definitely an oh moment when the whole moment on the whole thing. Yes, Green was the Arthur Stone of the town. Just script it and the whole thing would have fallen apart. Our Something allowed us to help maintain the sanity of others. Now, I think he became aware of his portrayal on the show Woodlock. He had a tense grasp on the concept of respect in my book. For him, it seemed to be a one-way street. Given it to Miggle, Miggle, that was her name, M-I-G-L-E, was so, he says, so dumb. 
my choice were Sophia, Anche, and Faram. Faram was awesome. He deserved more time in real life. We actually could have given him a star to one of us. We just agreed that was a blank idea. Also, Sophia stepped in and limited our choices to only one. People that already won gold stars and two formal council members. The third was allowed to be our choice. And Greg, Blaine, and DK all pushed for Megal where I wanted Pharaoh. Okay, a question. I'd rather enjoy the concept of the show, even if the execution was a bit too much like a show to me. How alone were you in reality? Obviously, there were cameras, but did you feel like you were out on your own? Or was it apparently you were on a TV show the whole time? It was very apparent that we were involved in a pro production process. There was 12 camera crew. Each had a camera, an assistant to the cameraman, a sound tech with a boom mic, and an associate producer to direct what they should be capturing. In reality, we weren't that alone at all. That being said, they offered a very little guidance or scripting. Our actions were directed by us alone for most of the part. Okay. I have known after the kids wash the dishes that adults come in and reclean them. Oh gosh, I wish. I really enjoyed this show and you in it. I was disappointed in its cancellation because I felt it proved that kids were more capable than they give them credit for. Did you feel you were in over your head? Do you feel differently today? Also, do you feel the show was a good idea or a bad idea? These are some interesting questions. In the first couple of days, if I felt it went well over my head. It seemed ridiculous. I feel very different today, not due to the Kid Nation experience, but as a natural person, development has taken place. The show was a great idea. The production company had a very different idea than what materialized. I think CBS wanted to execute to be more, be to be far more Hollywoodish than the executed product wanted. Producer execute. Producer wanted. He wanted a genuine society experiment. Question. How accurate was the portrayal of events that we ever saw, and what surprised you most about the overall experience? Pretty accurate. Some of the chronology is falsely constructed, but this has to be expected. Honestly, each week, Pioneer's Journal reading introduced a new problem, and the events were clearly scripted, but everyone's reaction to those were organic. I am mostly surprised by how awesome many people are on the production side of the television. Honestly, the producers were cool, open, and well interested with the project. The broadcasters, CBS, were far more willing to mess with the formula and limit our agents. This is interesting. I'm finding this very interesting. How much of the dialogue was scripted? Nope, I got lost. Wait. Okay. Was Alec the 
Asian as awesome as everyone thought. Way cooler. He was honestly the smartest chap I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. Beyond that, he was nice and assured. Mm -hmm. Mark, you're born with. But the level of kindness and consideration he displayed was in indecisive of true character, he asked me. Alec was my favorite one. Angel child. I hope any kid I have is like him. How much of the dialogue was scripted? None. Sometimes they would ask us to repeat a phase if it wasn't captured on camera or was muffled. This isn't perfectly organic, but it definitely is not scripted either. Obviously, they prompted you with questions in front of the camera, but you could choose not to respond. <laughs> Deal with it. Never again. <laughs> I love that. Deal with it. My dad and I still joke about Jimmy, the youngest kid. Was Taylor really as repulsive as she seemed? Even more so than the camera captured. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, you just gave me like a little, oh no, my poor chest. No, just deal with it. So she was even worse. Oh, I hope she matured with age. For anyone interested in seeing the age range of kids that participated or who just want a refresher, this is pretty helpful. We've had massive viewings, parties of King Nation. It was a show that was taken from us too soon. The one part of the show that seemed horribly scripted was the portion where the kids would call their parents after they won a golden star. Was that just because they're reshooting the parents' end of the conversation later? Shockingly, both ends were recorded live. The cast of that was mind-boggling. They actually flew a crew to Seattle to film my parents. Anyway, the reason it seems scripted is just the presence of the camera. It feels odd knowing you're under observation and even weirder when you're talking to your parents. What were your relationships like with other children? Did you become very close with anyone? Did you not like anyone in particular? Any, the big question, did everyone have a crush on each other? Of course people had crushes. This was basically like summer camp on TV. I'm not close with other kids, really. I haven't gone to any reunions. Although I do keep contact with Sophia and we hung out last year pretty close with her when we do hang out she's awesome I hate a grade what was the strangest thing that one of the kids did while there phew this is a hard one I'm going to come back to this after brainstorming a bit oh I've got this one Sophia stole a phone and called her parents that was awesome but they were angry about it I guess that's a more bad, awesome than strange. I'm going to keep thinking about this one. After these topical conflicts were absolutely constructive, 
it's a running guy between Sophia and I that we were operating all too well in the start of, of the show. Wait, so what was that question? Was there strangers, strange things that one of the kids did while there? For example, there was an episode about trash disposal. We had been depositing disposing of our trash ourselves effectively up until the point they brought trash and dumped it in the town. That told us we had to take care of our massive trash couple. Now, all that being said, our reaction to those constructive events and the conflict they produced were gigantic. My friends and I were obsessed with this show in college, and I did a rewatch last summer, and it's still bizarre. Oh, man. So, uh, I guess that might be weird, to, but thanks. Two questions. Did the producer's team ever try to help y'all out by passing along water bottles or chapstick? Y'all occur a lot of monsters, and why was there never an uprising against Trin and Jonathan Crash? Absolutely. This was my favorite part of the show. The crew members really liked me, so they would drop off food in my sleeping bag. One of the sound techs dropped off their iPad for the night. Once I could listen to the new Shines album, Jonathan was great. That's why we didn't revolt. Admittingly, sometimes when he would say stuff like 30 seconds until you lose the reward, green, you're struggling, it would be tempting to say stuff like, you know, bad word, Jonathan. <laughs> How would you try to get in this vat of beans and fight pigs? So, were there any hope cups on the show? Yeah. I love the show. You weren't a, like, no real question. That's all I can ask for in life. I spent the last 10 hours of my life watching this abstract one season reality show worth it. Darn right it was. Michael, big fan. I just watched this show for the first time last year and I must say you are one of the only kids who wasn't a complete bad person. Now for my question. Did you actually give you star move? two pounds of gold or did they just give you a check for the value? I had a choice to get a check or a real gold star. I went with the check simply because I didn't know where to sell two pounds of gold. Your eight minute timer on Anna's second echo dot is ringing. My parents have- Your eight minute timer on Anna's second echo dot is ringing. Alexa, stop. Eight minute timer stopped on Anna's second echo dot. My parents have always planned on paying for my college education, so I gave them the 20000 to invest in a college fund. It helped me feel less of a leech on them, and it was a nice way to say thank you for the privilege I have been given. Did you enjoy anything about the show? Sounds to me like it would have a bite. I enjoyed the money. That's for sure. And it did grammar me a lot of his positive attention. I think it's just 
on Realistic to go on TV and say that it wasn't a tad bit self or ego boosting people that say they didn't like positive attention or fool of themselves. Yes, humility is important. And I recognize that I didn't do any beneficial for society really, but it helped me become a bit more comfortable with myself seeing a lot of people enjoy my appearance. Why didn't you or Sophia go on when the movie started? Haha, <laughs> neither of us wanted that. She's a stage actor at heart. Thought, haha, <laughs> awesome. I stumbled upon your AMA buddy, and I hope you're still loving it over there on the East Coast. Only question, how did your interaction fame affect the rest of your high school career? BTW, I imagine you can figure out who this is due to the unnamed edit BTW. That question is meant hysterically miss ya, but it begins. How did I miss this? Who is this? I've heard that the show was canceled due to a bunch of kids burning their hands in the kitchen and they threatened the soup. Do you have any idea if this is true or not? Edit. Apparently, it was David who burned himself cooking at her. Diva. David. David. Divad. Divad. It's Divad. Who burned herself cooking at her Snapchat and her parents threatened the soup. Yeah, but she burned herself. But they got her on camera saying, oh, this isn't a big deal. This happens all the time. Funnily enough. This is her longest line in the entire show. I think Quidditch come far from it. They wanted to cover their butt and show what was really going on, which was that the lawsuit was slowly about seeing an opportunity to make bank in an overly logistic legal system. I heard that one of the kids drank bleach. True? I recall the issue was that they couldn't find a venue to continue the show. New Mexico closed the loopholes that let them skirt, skirt child labor laws so they couldn't film there anymore. Or again. Olivia became a huge blank, really. Um, quickly, what happened? Me, I got a gold star. Golden straw. Oh man, I loved that show when I was younger. You can tell us about your life during the show. Were you guys pampered behind the scenes like crazy or anything? The only pampering was showers. If a challenger requested us to get really nasty, we are allowed access to mobile showers. I love when the hosts point it out that Every time that you store is worth its weight in gold, literally. When and how do you plan to spend the money that came from that star? Answer this above. Was Jared just as nutty in real life? Absolutely. Do you think you or any of your other members would have acted 
differently if it wasn't on TV, like if you weren't on the place, but you just went there without any cameras in your face or nobody told any of you it was on TV. Absolutely everyone would have. I'll refer you to this bomb comment poster on the other thread. This show was a build as a social experiment, as though it was engineered to produce meaningful insight into society and children. But I tell you right now, there is nothing that disrupts natural behavior more than putting a camera in front of someone. The presence of a camera in a room and that in a all likelihood the cast members volunteer for this show specifically the opportunity to be on camera affects everyone's portrayal of themselves. It's like you choose a subject of a documentary by asking for a volunteer that specially wanted a chance to be filmed and have everyone judge the personality strictly by that footage. Ultimately, reality shows are about characters and people engineering their own character to look like what they want. People think they are. If you look at the cast, obviously there are cast to fill roles. They want cherry-picking and specific stakes for specific reality show clicks. We have Greg, um, guy from Nevada. I'm not calling him what he called Alex, smart Asian. Sophia, overeducated, charming. Narcissist. Me, kid with long hair that likes to say hippie-ish things from Seattle. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the people that cast these shows and the cast members themselves are exploiting specific image and archetypes in this manner. I think that reality TV says an enormous amount about what we want to look like and how we want other people to act for our entertainment, but it isn't a very accurate portrayal of life in any sense. It's kind of like the abstract ideal of materialism and vanity. Anyway, that's my rant about reality TV. Closing out, most of it blows, but I'm down with Project Run Life. Tim Gurren is awesome. Three questions. Did you have three questions? That they just track in all the large prize items every few days and take them back if you didn't choose them. Where did the camera crew sleep and did they eat their own food? How far into the desert were you really? I used to watch the show and I still love it. Uh, thank you so much for your response. Marry me! <laughs> That's what it says. Yep, they did have to truck all that blank in and out every challenge. The crew slept in a tent in a tent city about three miles away. Two hundred people in total. That includes the care catering uh, set up for producer and camera crew. We were not very far into the desert. Certain angles were unfilmed due to sanding phase lights. Was there any was there ever any physical violence between kids on the show. I probably would have bet the sh blank out of grade. Yes, 
but only the younger kids. A couple playground style fights are put grass stuff in his food. I somewhat like the show. Was there an outbreak of herpes? I noticed a few of the kids had sores on their mouths. Can we get a picture of me now? A comparison? Here's a picture of me looking slightly manic at the National Gallery of Art. Do you think it should not have been canceled? Would you want other kids to experience it? I really didn't care that much. When I was gone, I was done. Oh, when I was done, I was done. The second season had nothing to do with me. I kind of liked the idea of being a reality show that ended up so enormous that it only had a solitary season. Giving Greg that huge after winning the star, that was really great of you, even though he was a jerk. I am addicted to this show now. I really, I didn't really have any questions, but I suppose if you could tell us at least one person who had a crush on one person there because I'm weird like that. Congrats, you are now the first to receive our new unacquired experience player. On a scale of one trick James, how bad did she want to smack Taylor? Super free. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Greg was a bad person, Taylor was a B word. People did hook up. Here is way too classy of a mode to give up the grift. DK was the one who drank the bleach. And almost everything was not scripted aside from the panel events. I love that show. I thought it was a cool idea. I still look at the kids and wonder how they would do on that show with their different personality strengths and weakness. Would you say it's more flattering or embarrassing having little trivia videos dedicated to yourself? Definitely embarrassing. Do you ever get recognized on the streets for your work? I used to before I cut my hair. Such a surreal experience. Okay, I think that's enough of that. I hope y'all enjoy. Have a great weekend. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break class sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all 
enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.